hello 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 welcome back everybody this is candid coach kanisa here with another episode how is everyone i am doing great i am blessed as always and i am grateful just to be able to get up here with you guys and share with you um you know um what god has given me for this session and I just wanted to, I won't be before you guys long, but I definitely wanted to share this with you. Um, it was a conversation me and my son was having um, yesterday, and he he, um, he didn't, um, he was telling me about, I was like, Mom, you know, did you hear about um, Tony Braxton's sister Tracy? And I was like, yes, because he knew I used to watch them on TV a lot, the Braxton sisters. So, and he knew that Tracy was my favorite one. Um, oh my gosh. And so he was like, Mom, did you know about it? I was like, yeah, baby. I was like, yes, very sad. I, you know, just heard on the blog, you know, on the blogs and stuff. Um, so, you know, I was talking to him about it. And it reminded me of some things, you know, because if I'm not mistaken, they said she had um, cancer. She died of cancer. And I was sharing with him you know, that, you know, Tracy had been through a lot. She, you know, publicly, we all were able to see um, some, you know, their family issues. They laid it all out there for us um, to see certain family issues that they had going on and had been going on for years. And um, and I was just telling him that, you know, with Tracy, she had a lot of um, hurt and pain that she's endured over the years and a lot of hurt a lot of that hurt and pain that she endured over the years she held on to um and was and wasn't able to let it go um over the years as each season arise you know it would come up from time to time you know what she'd been through and how she felt you know that she felt um that her family wasn't there for her or she always felt like the outcast or she felt different or she felt that she didn't belong um and that they treated her differently and you know I could tell um I saw myself when I when I used to see the show I saw myself in her and I think that's why I um, related to her so well and I um, liked her so much but um you know I was telling my son that um you know with her holding on to a lot that she was going through and the things that she had been through, you could you could see the pain in her even still as she was older. You could see the hurt and pain. You can hear it in her when she would, you know, um, spaz out on her family and go off. You know, that was definitely um, hurt and pain. And I told him, I was like, you know, you remember, mama used to be the same way. You know, I used to be the exact same way. Because I was holding on to um, a lot of things that I had um, endured, you know, over the years of my life as a child, as a teenager, and even as an adult. And sometimes, a lot of times when you don't deal with certain things um, and, and other things happen in your life and you just allow it to pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up, you become bitter, you become angry, you become bitter, you become, you become resentful. And one day, you know, all that pile up, all that stuff piles up on you. And, you know, you're going to explode. You know, people, you, you, a person can only handle but so much. You're going to explode. You're going to, you know, um, 
it's all going to come out. It's going to spill out one day. And um, I told him, you know, I was like, you remember when I used to, you know, go off from time to time and, you know, get upset and, you know, y'all be looking at me like, what in the world? And a lot of times what I was upset about in that moment or what I said I was upset about in that moment, it wasn't really, it wasn't exactly that small thing. But what it was, was there was a lot of issues that were undealt with over the years that every, every little time I got triggered about something, I'd go off. I'd, you know, go off in a, in a tangent or anger, you know, just have a moment. And it wasn't until 2013 that I realized, you know, hey... I got to do something about this, you know, and I think that's, well, that's when I decided I wanted to write my story, um, and share my story, and that started my healing process, and that started, you know, once I was able to get it out, and I was able to continue to share it, and when it got published in 2015, my book was published in 2015, I was able to share my story with different people, and the more I told my story, the more I dealt with those issues, the more I spoke about it, the more I accepted those issues, the more I was able to heal from it and, and learn from them and grow from them. And so for me, and, and everybody's different. Everybody heals different. Everybody processes different. But for me, it was being able to get it off my chest to, you know, everyone about what I was going through. Because me speaking about it with each individual person... It was exhausting because they wouldn't understand because it, it would turn into a a, a, a a verbal match or a battle or argument instead of them sitting and listening to me what I'm you know what I was dealing with and going through so instead of me telling people you know out of my mouth you know getting it all out they wouldn't allow me I wouldn't have been able to get it all out you know so that they could understand you know I felt like I couldn't tell people what I was going through um so I had to write it so that was my way of getting it out getting what I was going through out you know what I mean and that was my way of processing that was my way of beginning my healing process and so I when I wrote the first draft um it took me three months to write the first draft because each scenario that I wrote about literally I would take a day or two because I would either cry. Back then, I was a smoker. I smoked cigarettes. So I would get to a place in my story where it was hard and it was difficult because I had to relive it again as I wrote it. And I would take a moment and I would cry and I would go outside and I would smoke a cigarette or two and try to you know, think through it, process. And I would, I would ask myself, each, each, each scenario, I would ask myself, do you really want to share this? Do you really want to talk about this? Do you really want to deal with this? And each one, each scenario, I literally did that. I went outside and I would smoke and I would talk to God. Yeah, I was out there smoking and praying and talking to God at the same time. Yeah, I I did it. I did it. I was. That was me. Um, But he still helped me through it. Um, And I still got through it. Each, Each scenario, each hard thing, I was able to get through it. And I you know, would get myself together and go back in and finish typing. Or if I didn't finish typing that day, I would stop for that day, take a day off or two, go back to it, and then start back writing.
And it was a process. It was a process. But it was a process. It was a healing process for me. That's why it took so long because I literally relived every single moment that I wrote about and that I had already been through. I relived that moment as I was writing about it. And it wasn't like I was telling somebody my story for them to write it and document it. I literally wrote my own story. I documented my own story. I edited my own story. I re-edited my own story multiple times. And so I had to relive it. Each time I had to rewrite it, I had to relive it each time. Each time somebody read the book and they wanted to talk about it and discuss it, I had to relive it each time. And I had to talk about it. And it, it forced me to deal with my issues. It forced me to deal with what happened or what I did and what I went through. It just forced me to deal with those issues. And the more I spoke about it and the more I talked about it, the more I accepted it, the more I was okay with you know, speaking about it and teaching, telling other people about it and, you know, helping them, you know, say, you know, show them, showing them that it was okay to speak about my trauma and also letting them know that it was okay to, for them to speak about their trauma issues as well. So I said all that to say, and I was talking about Tracy Braxton initially because she passed away with cancer. And when I was talking to my son about it yesterday when he was telling me, you know, hey, mom, you know, she passed. And I was like, yeah. And I was kind of, you know, explaining to him yet that she held, Miss Tracy held all that, that frustration, that anger, that bitterness in her heart for all those years. And when you guys, if you guys know that whatever you're dealing with emotionally, mentally, um, and if you don't deal with it, if, like if you don't deal with that, those issues, that stuff can turn physical. It can turn physical and it can it can attack your body physically. And a lot of issues that we have, like high blood pressure, diabetes, um, all of this, all of it, all of these ailments that we have in our bodies, it comes from somewhere. It comes from somewhere. There is a root to that issue. And a lot of times it's anger, it's bitterness, it's unforgiveness. And I'm telling y'all that unforgiveness, anger, bitterness, it all, it all, and resentment, it all can turn into sickness, y'all. Sickness and ailments in your body. And I'm telling y'all, listen, I had a scare a few years back. Um, I had a scare um, where I thought, well, I did feel, I felt something in, um, that was unusual in my breast. And while I was doing my own examination, and it scared me. And when I, you know, I touched it, it hurt. I was like, what is going on? And at that time in my life, I was still going through my own thing I was still in my stage where I was I had not forgiven um certain things in my life I had you know had not forgiven certain people in my life and so I was allowing it to affect me and allow it to affect my body and um so I felt that when I felt that and it was hurt it was painful I you know had to go to I went to my doctor and I told my doctor about it. So she did an examination on me and she referred me over to the hospital. And the hospital 
um, had me to come in and do a breast exam. And I, w- I ha- was not even, for- I'm still not 40. So it was a couple of years ago. So I would say about five, maybe four or five years ago. So I may have been like, I'm 38 now. So I may have been like 33, 34. And I had to go to the hospital. And um, so I had to go to the hospital and they had to do a breast exam on me. And when they did the exam, my mom had already prepped me, you know, told me about it. She, you know, tried to prepare me for it. I, I actually thought she was exaggerating a little bit. But when I went back there, she definitely wasn't exaggerating. It was very uncomfortable. It was very scary. Um, one of the one of the scariest ordeals I've probably ever faced in my life. And when I went through the exam, the lady, you know, she, you know, she went when she saw what I saw. You know, she did both sides, but when she got on that side that I felt the lump on. Um, she, you know, had to do a couple of exams on that side. Um, because she saw what I saw or she saw what I felt and so then they scheduled me for a um and every time they would put me in the little waiting room I was I would be in there so scared so like I literally started like crying and talking to God I'm like what is happening like this can't be my fate this can't be my life this can't be how it ends for me you know, and I was like, God, whatever I got to do, whatever I got to do, you know, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll make it right. You know, and I started pleading to God in that moment, like, God, please don't let this be, you know, cancer. Please don't let this be, you know, something that, you know, I have to endure right now because I was just thinking about everything. I was thinking about my children. I was thinking about, you know, my life and the things that I had not done. And I know that's selfish, but I was thinking about that, thinking about my life, thinking about my dreams, thinking about the things that I would like, I wanted to do, I've always wanted to do, and I, you know, prayed about doing, and and I was like, oh my gosh, if, if there's something going on with me, I'm not going to be able to do that now, I'm not going to be here for my babies, like, God, this can't be it for me, this just can't be my fate. And I started crying, I started pleading to God, and I was like, God, I need, I was like, I need you right now, and I was like, I repent, I repent to you, and I ask you for your forgiveness for, you know, ever holding a grudge against anyone or holding any bitterness and hatred or or animosity in my heart for anybody or anything. Like, I'm sorry, God, I'm going to let it go. I'll forgive them. I'll let it go. Like, I was pleading. You hear me? Like, I was pleading to God in that moment because I was so afraid of what it could be. And so they they called me in. They said, hey, we want to do a, a deeper, like, dive into it, like a biopsy, I think. So they um, set me up for another appointment, and I left there that day. I think I came back maybe a, a couple of days later, and they did a biopsy. And when I went there, when I went into that room, oh, my gosh, I think it was probably 11 people in there with me oh my gosh it was so scary and I remember one lady and man they were talking to me and they were 
you know, just talking about my kids trying to calm me down and, you know, just talking about different stuff just to keep my mind off of what they were doing, the procedure. I was awake when they were doing it, but I could feel it a little bit, but not like they numbed me to the point where I couldn't really feel it, but I could still feel a little bit of it. Um, but they knew I was scared and they talked to me and I was in there praying and trying to relax and trying to be positive. And later on, um, like I said, I told you, I, I was praying to God and I was talking to God and I was like, God, I promise you, whatever I've been holding on to for these last few years, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go, God. I'm going to give it to you and you do what you will with it. I don't want to hold on to it no more because it's too heavy to bear. You know what I'm saying? And I let it go. And I went in there that day. They did the biopsy on me. And I think it was a few days later, a week or so, they called me back with the results. And the results was benign. Y'all don't, let me hear me when I tell y'all. Y'all don't understand the relief that I felt when they told me that. I cried. I cried and I weep so much because I knew God heard my cry. Like, I knew he heard my plea. And I meant that thing when I told God that. I meant that thing from the bottom of my heart. Like, I wanted to live. Like, it was like he gave me a new life, a new ch- another chance at life. And to do it, to do it his way, to do it, you know what I mean? Like, to really do it his way and to let that stuff go. Because I was holding on for so long. And I was sick, y'all. I was so sick. I was weighing probably almost 250. I had never reached 250, but I was I was close. I was 248, and I was just sick, y'all. I was sick. I was I was bigger. I was darker. I was unhealthy. My skin, my acne was. I had acne and bad. I never had acne in school. Never had acne as a teenager, but I had acne real bad and. My skin was dark. My hair was falling out. It was just, I wasn't me. I wasn't myself. I wasn't healthy. And when you're not healthy emotionally, when you're not healthy mentally, you're not going to be healthy physically. I'm telling you guys, you're not going to be healthy physically. So I knew that. And I, and when I realized it, like when it really hit me in that moment, it really hit me. And I was like, God, take it all away. Like, I don't want to feel no type of, no animosity, nothing for nobody. Take it away. And he did. He removed it from my heart. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So, like, now when I go through certain things or if somebody, you know, I have an art with somebody or whatever, I, I... or if I'm triggered by something, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm triggered by something that somebody's done or said or whatever, I I try now to be a little bit more patient because I'm going to tell y'all something about me. I've never had patience a day in my life. Like, never. And the older I'm getting, I'm trying to be patient. Like, I'm really trying to work on that um, patience with people because I know... 
that people go everybody goes through something every everybody goes through something like every day is not gonna be sunny you know every day and, and you know everybody have their own issues everybody have their own thing so when people say certain things or do certain things I try to take a breath and try to think about what you know what they could be going through in that moment why they're saying what they're saying or why they're doing what they're doing or why they're behaving the way that they're behaving and I try not to take it personal now I used to take everything personal and take it to the heart and I and I would get triggered and snap but I've learned now I'm learning still to take a take a step back evaluate the situation evaluate what's going on and you know kind of maybe just figuring okay maybe they're going through something today um maybe something is going on or you know they're having their own battle right now and you know you're just the you're getting the brute end of it right now like and and that's how I'm trying you know that's how I look at things now that's how I try to look at things now in life and you know unless somebody's like no I'm coming for you blah 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 then okay then that's another story but you know I've learned over the years to be to and I'm learning still to be patient to you know not to take things to the heart not to take things so serious because even with me and I learned this even from my experience like with the when the things with the things that I was going through I knew that there was a root because I you know people like oh you're always so angry or you know you know my sisters used to always tell me oh you got anger issues you got anger issues because I was always spazzing out on them but they didn't know my story they didn't know what I had been through until my book was released and they read it. And when they read it, they had a conversation amongst themselves and they were like, oh, I didn't know she'd been through this. I didn't know she's been through that. Oh, my God, I didn't know she was going through that. Oh, my God, I didn't know she was going through this and that. And what I've learned from that, from my experience, as well as other people with other people, a person's behavior, if a person is behaving in a certain way and you can't understand, it's not because, a lot of times it's not because they're behaving that way because they're mean or they're, they're just nasty or whatever. There is always a root, and I'm not excusing it by any means, but there is always a root to a problem or it's always a root to a behavior or why a person is behaving or acting or responding in the manner that they're responding behaving or acting in there is always a root to why okay and so instead of us getting our feelings a lot of times and you know reacting sometimes we got to take a step back and, and look at the whole picture and realize that that person's going through something. They don't know how to express themselves. And and so how they express themselves is by lashing out sometimes. And it is not good. No, it's not. But they don't know how to cope with their issues in that moment. They don't know how to deal with them. So they lash out. That's what I saw at Miss Tracy Braxton on the show. When she would lash out at her sisters or her family in anger. In that moment she was triggered and that's how she was able to that's how she knew to cope until she I remember I, I think the latest season that they had she was going to a therapist and she was learning boundaries which was very good and she was trying to um you know start her healing process you know so I mean I thought it was very good um to see you know her wanting to do that and you know wanting to deal with 
certain issues that she had been dealing with for all her life, for most of her life. And so I said all that to say, you guys, we all have issues. We all have stuff. We all have it. We all have it. Whether we talk about it or not, we all have it. But I, I, I recommend, I suggest, and I encourage to whatever stuff, issues that we all are facing, that we f- actually face them for real and deal with them instead of putting them on the back burner, instead of brushing them under the rug, instead of self-medicating or getting medication from the doctors and there's nothing wrong with that if you need it there's nothing wrong with that but the self-medicating or the self-sabotaging or brushing it under the rug or whatever the case may be we got to learn how to face our, our our issues deal with those issues deal with those issues if talking about it helps if writing about it helps if Putting it in a song helps. Dancing helps. Whatever. But definitely, definitely don't shut the... If talking to a therapist helps, by all means, do what you need to do to deal with those issues so that you can begin your healing process. If you have unforgiveness in your heart, bitterness, malice, resentment in your heart for anybody... Please, I'm begging you, release it, release it, work on releasing it and let it go. And you're not doing it for, you're not doing it for them. You're not letting them off the hook. That's not what this is about. This is about you. We're going to be selfish for a moment. This is about you. This is about us. This is about yourself. Taking self-care. This is about self-care. You caring for yourself. Because if you hold on to that stuff, it's going to fester. It's going to grow. It's going to get infected. And then your body is going to get infected. And then you're going to start having ailments and sickness in your body and disease. And you don't want that. You don't need that. So I'm telling you, release it. Let it go. Forgive them. You don't got to go to them and say, I forgive you. You don't have to do that. You can go to God and just say, God, you know what? I'm releasing it to you. I'm letting it go. I'm giving it all to you. And I'm releasing it and I'm, I'm going to forgive. Uh, and, and even if you got to forgive yourself. Because sometimes that's big, the biggest thing. That's our biggest struggle right there is forgiving ourselves. A lot of times. That's our biggest struggle. Forgive yourself. And forgive those who have done you wrong. Or you felt have mistreated you in any way. Let it go so that you can start healing inside and out. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So that you can find your peace. Your peace is so important. Your peace is so important. And create your boundaries. And when you forgive somebody, that doesn't mean you got to go be back buddy-buddy with them like you were before. It doesn't mean you got to let them back into your life like it was before. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't hold on to stuff. Please, y'all, don't hold on to stuff. Because those people that you that you think that, oh, if I hold on to this grudge, da-da-da-da, 
I'm hurting them. No, you're not. They're sleeping good at night. They're getting their rest. Trust me when I tell you. They're sleeping great at night while you tough, you tossing and turning, and you stressed out, and you making your body sick and your mind sick because you holding on to what they done. Let that stuff go before it makes you sick, before it makes your body sick. Let it go. I'm telling you what I know. Let it go so that you can get well, so that you can live a good life. We wasted too much time already. We've let people and things and stuff and issues take up too much of our time already. Already. And until we and until we do let stuff go, God is not going to move us forward in life. I'm telling you what I know. If you're wondering why you're stuck, it's because you're holding yourself up because you're holding on to stuff that you should have probably let go of. And I'm not telling y'all, I'm not saying or telling y'all um, that there's a time frame for healing. There's a time frame for letting stuff go. That's not what I'm saying. Because it took me years. Hear me. Hear me. What I'm saying is. If you find yourself in a stuck place and you're trying to figure out why, God, I'm not moving forward in my life or why am I getting sicker? Why am not? Why? Why am I not? My body is not healing. It's because you're holding on to stuff that has happened that you've been through that somebody has done to you or whatever the case may be. Let it go. Please, y'all, let it go so that you can start to heal. Let it go. Whatever you have to do to let it go, do it. Forgive them. Forgive yourself and let it go. Give it to God. Let it go so that you can move forward in life. I'm telling you, it will hold you up. It will hold you up. In order to move forward, you're going to have to let some stuff go. Give it to God and let it go. So that you can get your peace, your your joy back. Not happiness, but your joy back. Your life back. I'm telling you. In the past before, before I started this weight loss journey. In the past before, I've, I've lost weight a couple times before. But I always gained it back. And I lose the weight, and I gain it back. And the reason why I was gaining it back is because I wasn't healing from the inside. I was trying to do the work from the outside. I was trying to appear healed, okay? But it only lasted for a moment. And then I would gain the weight back. And then I would lose it again to appear healed. And then I would gain the weight back. This time around, I've gotten further than I have ever had. In those last couple of times that I've tried. Because God started from the inside this time. We started from the inside this time. We started our work from the inside. You guys, you got to do the work. Do the work. I did the work and I'm still doing the work. Okay? I'm still doing the work from the inside. But now I want my outside to look like my inside feel. Okay? So I'm telling y'all. I'm encouraging y'all. I'm asking. I'm begging y'all. 
let it go. Forgive whomever. Whomever it is, forgive them. Give it to God, let it go. So that you can move forward. So that your body can heal. So that you can get back to you, get back to your life. I'm just telling you, I'm going to always be transparent with y'all. I'm going to always be transparent with y'all. I'm telling y'all. I've been through a lot. I've been through so much. But I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad I'm in this place right now that I can say I'm glad that I've been through so much. Because I'm still here. I'm still in my right mind. And I am still able to share my testimony, my story with other people. And if I can do that to help somebody else, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all that God has brought me through. And I want to help y'all. And I want to share with y'all. That's why I do it. That's why I do it. And I don't mind sharing. Because the more I share my story, the more I heal. Every time I share my story or a testimony, I'm healing. I'm healing myself. And I don't mind sharing with y'all. Because I'm not ashamed. I'm grateful to God that he has brought me from a mighty long way. Some of y'all know. Y'all know. I was very temperamental. Very temperamental. Because I was going through. And nobody really knew my story. But I'm just so grateful to God that I'm able to share it with y'all. And if y'all have any questions, like I said, I always tell y'all, reach out to me. Um, any more, you know, like any topics that you want me to touch on, talk about. If you have any questions for me about my story, my life, please ask. I, I'm willing to share. I'm willing to share and be transparent with you guys. Um, you can reach out to me on my Instagram pages, Candid Coach Kanisa Podcast page, and my personal business page, Kanisa Bo, on Instagram as well. Reach out. Um, you can DM me, ask me questions. Just reach out and connect to let me know that you know these podcasts are helping you. That this session helped you tonight or today. Excuse me. Um, I thank you guys for always tuning in and listening. Please share my podcast with your friends, family, loved ones, coworkers. Share, share, share. Um, connect with me. Let me know that you're tuning in, that you're listening. You can support me by liking my podcast, by following my podcast, sharing my podcast, subscribing too. And there's also a support page. If you want to donate, you can. If God lay it on your heart to donate, you are more than, you know, free to do so. I would be appreciative. Um, I would definitely be appreciative if you did. Um, Thank you guys for always supporting, always tuning in. And again, like I said, share, 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 share with your friends and loved ones because somebody out there needs to hear this message. Um, I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great and wonderful, blessed, happy, joy-filled, productive week this week. Please be safe out there, guys. Please be safe. Um, I'm going to end this as always with a prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, forgive our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Have a great week, and I'll see you, well, I'll talk to you again next week.
bye